Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined by my co-host and fellow cowboy, Chris Dewar. Today's episode reviewing the American Western drama television series, 1923. This is um, a prequel series to the Paramount Network series, Yellowstone, and also serves as a sequel to the prequel, prequel series, 1883. Um, very excited about this. Um, I, myself, am a huge fan of the Yellowstone verse, if you will. And coming in here, Chris is a novice uh, to the Yellowstone verse, just started watching Yellowstone and then jumping in on the bandwagon with 1923. So Taylor Sheridan, showrunner, writer, producer, um, you know, created this. He has been really expanding kind of the story of the Dutton family that the series follows. So uh, for those of you who haven't watched 1883 or Yellowstone, great thing about 1923 is you don't, really have to watch them to appreciate them, but it just kind of adds to the flavor of this amazing expanding universe. But uh, we're going to jump right into this. Uh, Chris, give us a brief synopsis of 1923. So this follows a generation of the Dutton family in 1923. Uh, This is during a time of hardships, including prohibition, drought, and the early stages of the Great Depression, uh, which affected Montana long before the 1929 stock market crash. So, uh, yeah, I am currently now in season three of Yellowstone. Uh, I've been quite taken to it. I, I really enjoy it. But I want to take a pause and check out the you know one of two current prequel series. And I believe there's two other spinoff shows in the works for Yellowstone. And, of course, the drawing of this that was exciting was uh, the two leads, Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, which, of course... We're, we're loving the Ford uh, year we're getting right now. We have 1923, and he's awesome and shrinking. And we got Indy 5 coming up this summer. So, and Helen Mirren, I mean, awesome to see that she's doing this. And then we're just about a week away till we'll see her uh, try to kill Shazam, which is awesome. So, um, yeah, I was excited to see this. And I think what's so cool about these prequel series is 
you're getting to have the flair of what Yellowstone represents, the Montana, the wildlife, uh, the government uh, issues with landowning, obviously the cowboy life, but set in a completely different time era. And 1923 is really quite a fun era. I mean, 1883, I imagine, I do want to watch that series, would really be heavy, like what you think of like the Cowboys versus Indians era. That Really, that's the setting of how they get the land for the Duns. But this, there's a lot of fun stuff in here of what they're battling. And again, in this kind of plot of everyone wants their land and can they really keep the land. Now, what was different about this compared to Yellowstone is this we know is going to be a two-season show. So it's going to have two seasons, and that's going to represent the 1923 show. Season one has a lot of plot to it, but it's a lot of building blocks where I think season two is. And the reason I say that is because we really have three main stories going on for this first season. We have our main story of the actual Duns on the, the, the ranch and you know them trying to deal with everything, and we'll get to some really great villains we have going on. And then we have our second story of this young Native American girl who is dealing with some really quite messed up uh, <laughs> nuns and priests and kind of, I think, really setting the building blocks of that continued thing that we see through Yellowstone a ton of the Native American versus white man kind of situation. And then we actually have this whole plot line of a Dutton family member who is off in Africa and has kind of gone off uh, after the war to get away from it all and is a hunter. And he uh, meets someone very special and the quest home, if you will. So uh, let's start, Taylor, with the the main kind of story, actually. Yeah. So I will say, first off, watching Harrison Ford as a cowboy is just awesome. I mean, you're watching Han Solo, you're watching Indy. He's already kind of had that vibe, but as the old grizzled man who, you know, there's a lot of plot in this over, he's he's still wanting to hold on to he can do it all, but because of his age and some stuff that happens, he's kind of suffering that, that knowledge that he cannot forever control this and needs to rely on family. I thought Harrison Ford was great in this, and Helen Mirren playing his wife, she has this great accent, this kind of Irish accent. She uh, she was a rock. I mean, the two of them, they're the standouts. They're the reason why you want to watch the show. And I thought they were a great addition to this this Yellowstone world. No, I agree. And they're, the chemistry is so great because um, I think they bring this intensity to, as you said, this is a very harsh time, 1883. Having watched that, it's even tougher. So they're throughout the history of you know what Montana and stuff represents, you know, I think they are two characters that know, um, you know, we have to do everything, you know, by any means necessary. And especially Helen Mirren playing, you know, woman in this time period, they're not, again, looked at seriously, they looked at just, you know, you're running the household and stuff. And she has to take kind of a, a center stage, um, you know, stuff that happens in the series. You know, we don't want to review, uh, you know, reveal too much for you. Uh, so she, you know, does that. And then what's great about their two characters, Kara and Jacob is they're the kind of they were Jacob is the brother-in-law of, of John Dutton um the first. And um so they what what's great with them is they're they're they had no children of their own and as their aunt uncle they've kind of like become the pseudo parents of this group. But uh yeah it's just great the the chemistry and and, and what 
and something you, you know, for, for those watching this, if you're a Yellowstone fan and, and Chris has become decidedly so since he started, what you probably can agree, Chris, is these shows do a great job of making you feel for every character, whether it's a small side character, the main character, they really delve in these stories. And I think that's what's great about Taylor Sheridan. He's as a writer and, and producer and director, he's focused on creating simple plots that you can follow to flesh out that character development. So then when I'm watching this, I'm like really invested in every single character, whether uh, whether they're a villain, uh, a hero, or just some side character. I'm like, what's going on with that person? So I think that's what he does very well. And you can see that both watching, having watching Yellowstone and there, that style still is all um, you know, evident. But there's some amazing, uh, we talked about Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford, there's some amazing cast here. And some just great characters. I really, I really love it all. Well, yeah, I mean, you got we got some big names in here too. Like sometimes it's like you forget like these these shows have the ability to have uh, quite a cast. I mean, like Robert Patrick, who we love, is playing the sheriff. Um, and I thought uh, Darren Mann, who plays the Jack Dunn, who is um, John Dunn's senior son, who kind of he's like the great nephew to Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren's character. Um, he was kind of a fantastic young, kind of our young protege that's kind of, he's not quite ready to take over the ranch, but he he has a deep love for his family, and a lot of the plot is dealing with him and his soon-to-be wife, and how a lot of this is, you know, the ranch comes first, the cattle come first, and as much as they want to really get going with that, you have to have what's, you know, right first, which is, of course, um, the ranch life uh, and the, the fiance is played by Michelle Randolph. I thought they did a great job as well. And she's kind of taking the Helen Mirren's character and really learning like, you know, simple things that maybe we nowadays just think like everyone knows, but you have to remember in this time, the wife had her duties. The wife had her, you know, the, the respect to her, her husband and what the line of work was. And coming with that, one of the big hardships of Yellowstone and the hardships of this is, we have people that want the land. We have people that are quote unquote villains that are whether they're uh, rival cattle owners or businessmen who want to come in and take over things. And what this show set up very well in the first season and we'll definitely go into season two is our two main kind of villain characters, at least for the main story. We have Jerome Flynn, who we love from Game of Thrones and many things as Banner Creighton, who is a Scottish sheep herder, and is definitely adversary number one. But then he didn't pop in until about episode four. I think it was like halfway through the season. Timothy Dalton, the one and only, coming in as Donald Whitfield, this powerful, wealthy businessman. And just like we love in uh, Hot Fuzz, he's just chewing up the scenery. He is the snidely whiplash of this show, where he's uh, got the money, he's got the power, he's controlling everything and again the ranch life of they're not so set on the new technology of the era and he's one of those persons like eventually one day millions will want to come to this place and they'll never want to leave so they'll want to buy a house they'll want to stay here and he's like you have so much land and one day millions of people will be on it and you won't have you know i love and it's, it's, you're right. It's a good theme is, you know, that where this era is set, you know, this is kind of the end of the old West, if you will, where, okay, progress is happening. And you see the Duttons, they talk about like refrigerators and stuff. Why well, don't I need that? Or, you know, uh, there was you know, one so moment 
that really I thought was a smart scene. There's a scene where Harrison Ford and a couple of his uh, ranchers go into town to have a meeting. And they're on their horses. And they're like, <laughs> they're on the horses. And they're like, where the hell's the, you know, the thing to tie up our, our horses? And they're like, we had to remove it for the parking lot, you know, for the parking spaces. And then yeah. they have to tie it to a tree. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, get in a new parking spot. I just, <laughs> That was a great it's, moment to show like a even perf- that is a perfect little scene just like without with being fun, but not over the top. It was just a perfect little subtle scene um, that shows that. Wow. I mean, and we've talked about that even watching uh, playing, you know, the video games like Red Dead Redemption 2, you know, this kind of this is the end of the old American West where it kind of just shows you progress is happening and you can either deal with it, uh, accept it or fight it, which you're it, you're never going to win. That's the thing. <laughs> Because a lot of things are settled by, you know, Old West ways, gunfire and, uh, you know, dealing damage to property and all that stuff. We still do get the kind of fun shootouts in this. Um, There's some quite a few moments in this series so far that have been quite uh, eye popping and violent. And uh, and I think there could have been a little more of that compared to Yellowstone, which I think does have quite a, a bit. But again, this whole season is kind of a building block to season two. And again, with the main story, they're really realizing the Duns that they're kind of pinned against a corner and they need to rely on all the help they can get, which brings us to plot number two. They're reaching out to their family member who is currently in Africa, Spencer Dunn, who's the youngest son of James and Margaret Dunn. So the whole plot line with, with Spencer... At first, I was very thrown off about because being that, you know, Yellowstone takes place in Montana and and surrounding areas, you know, Wyoming and stuff like that. I was like, why the hell are we in Africa? And I guess what was annoying to me, if you will, is a lot of Spencer's story. And he meets uh, this free thinking British woman, Alexandra, and they, they fall madly in love. It's like a romancing the stone kind of plot line. It's got elements of Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss and the mummy, like their romance. It has kind of those elements with a lot of killing animals, just killing animals, killing animals, killing animals, constantly in danger from animals and killing animals. And so what for me, all I think, although I think the romance itself is great and the acting was very strong for these two characters, I I don't personally vibe so well with their story yet because it's not finished. You know, it's this long quest. You know, again, you have to remember, this is not the era where we have just plane travel from Africa back to Montana, you know, an 18 hour flight or something. Yeah, exactly. You got to walk, you got to hop on a boat and then you get another boat, another and boat, you get another train. They got to walk It takes more. months and months. And the thing is, you know, the Duns are in real, they're real trouble. They need someone strong to help with the cause. And they know that Spencer is a true fighter from the war he has seen war he's a great shooter he's a great hunter and he does want to help his family out but i mean the quest is taking so long and maybe in a way this is kind of the highlight the i I, like there's a a line he says later in the season of like his his bride if you will is like um do you uh you know is everything good and he's like i just kind of look at all these hardships we're almost like a i should have i should have brought you back i should never have taken you but it's all worth it. And again, I, I do love that in all this knowledge of it's the old West and all the stuff, having a hold on the lens we haven't seen in Yellowstone kind of does add some new intrigue. 
I just wasn't a fan of uh he's constantly killing animals. <laughs> like the, the whole he kills more animals than some people kill humans in this show and it, it just that kind of bothered me from a I know it's all fake, I know it's Hollywood, but I'm intrigued to see where they do with their story in season two because I feel like if if all this was set up of he's very protective, he's very willing to go the distance. I think uh our villains are in for a true shock when Spencer does come into play and uh, helps save the ranch, essentially. And my question, too, I wonder, this is just, you know, thinking of Yellowstone theories and stuff. I'm trying to think, okay, if it's 1923 and we're trying to get, you know, further into that year span, is Spencer the father or grandfather, I would assume, of... Like who who's who's gonna no, eventually Kevin Costner, John Dutton, we know from Yellowstone, his dad's not been born yet. Okay. So we so, still yeah, so, so we don't know if it's Jack um or Spencer's know, the, yeah, kid exactly. that is John Dunn's dad. Yeah. Maybe the end of the next season they'll be like, What y'all call him? Uh John, you know, something, <laughs> something like that. You know, it's gonna be like, oh uh yeah. Call him John. Yeah. But um yeah, there were some cool visuals, though, I will say. And we, we, you know, some, we do have some, you know, again, you have some uh, little cameo roles for old Peter Stormare's in here and Joseph Mall, who uh, we just saw, you know, Rings of Power uh, along the way, which is great. And, uh, but I will say one of the plot lines that hasn't really connected at all to our main characters, but was quite riveting to watch and where a lot of the action came from was our, our, American Indian character of Tiona Rainwater, who she's this girl at this Catholic boarding school, and good lord, it is uh, hell, truly hell. Especially uh, Jennifer L, who plays Sister Mary, who is just a a total creep. Then you got Sebastian Roche. I'm gonna say that as Father Renard. This guy plays such a good villain. Very good. Yeah, Um, seen him quite a bit of stuff. So yeah, this thing, uh, this plot uh, element. Which I got to say, and from your experience now watching Yellowstone, I think when you, if you get a chance to watch 1883, uh, Taylor Sheridan does a great job of trying to properly represent the hardships or, you know, not stereotypes of the indigenous people or Native American. So I think this one really, you know, from a clash from Yellowstone to this, it's just the brutality of what, you know, they were going through that they were trying to induct, you know, you know, talk about the Catholic church and the missionaries and like, oh, we are men of men of God and women of God. And they're using this to submit the people to like, you know, we're beating the savage at you and all this horrible stuff. So, which I really love. And I'm, I'm, I'm not assuming, but Tiana Rainwater, I wonder if she's like the ancestor of uh, Thomas Rainwater are one of our I would imagine. Characters. And again, I think what they're setting up is like, she is the ancestor that's going to set up this whole the land was always ours and you took it from us. And now we, we, we rage war on you. And I wonder how it's going to play into the Duttons. Like, I don't think she knows or, who or the Duttons cur- are. Either. Or the current Duttons, because we know there's, this not like a total like plot development, but there is a little uh, exchange with the native people and the Duttons that maybe they're going to team up next season. Who knows? Like, I feel like they're going to be an uneasy ally. Because it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's true. That's true. But yeah, this actress, uh, Amina Neves, she was great in this. Oh, uh, she has such strength. Uh, and I do love it. First, you know, you really kind of vibe for her because she 
you know, in the, in the Catholic way of like, if you get questions wrong, you get beat by the ruler and eventually she just can't take anymore. So she starts just beating on this nun. And that of course escalates over the course of the show. And to now be someone on the run who is, uh, fighting for her life. And it gets to the point where now it's, it's, it's not just a ruler anymore. It is death is on the line. And there was, yeah, some scenes that were like horrific, but really to show the intensity of how much she is a survivor and how I think that's going to play heavily into season two. And so from the three plot lines, and again, I just love it. A lot of this show, you know, maybe some of the stuff with Africa was maybe more of this, but it's all set. It's all real. It's all like, you know, they're filming in Montana. They're filming in the in the, the forest and the, the plains and the woods. And this isn't like you're watching a bunch of green screen. Sometimes what is the best part of Yellowstone is just watching them on the land. Yeah, is and that, I, is that I, a screensaver or is that uh, oh that's Yellowstone? Yeah, <laughs> I just, you know I, Harrison Ford was on a talk show and he's like, well, we're out in Montana filming. You know, it's five a.m. and it's you know ten degrees out, and it's like, yeah, they're really out there doing it because it just gives that sense of realism that you want from this show. You don't want a bunch of green screen. It's like, oh, it's 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 shot in the volume and it looks like Montana. No, it really is Montana. So the season definitely give me the hype to see where season two will go. And I think we're in for a bloodbath for some characters. Um, there's just some great stuff. So I'm excited to see where season two goes. But not every plot I was 100% vibing with. But I think, again, like you said, sometimes the plots are simple to really show the characters. Because like, even though I wasn't fully vibing with the Africa plotline, Spencer and Alexandra as a characters were really fantastic to watch. <laughs> yeah. And kind of that old night story in a way, too, of, love conquers all that they go through all these hurdles and more. And the way that the season ended, was such a hurdle uh, that to see how their love will connect again. And uh, I think Spencer is someone who has got a lot of, uh, he's got his, a quite a dark past. So to see what he's going to do against some of our villains and just to see how it all connects in season two, I could have 1923. It's a solid eight out of 10 for me. I really enjoyed it. I was excited to watch the next episode. I pretty much binged this all in a row. And I can't wait to see where it goes next. And it has made me want to, I definitely do want to check out 1883 and see uh, the original prequel series. The prequel, yeah, exactly. to the prequel, to the sequel, to the prequel. And then we're going to go back to the caveman days. <laughs> so uh, I, for me, being a fan since the uh, since the fairly beginning, um, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. I agree. Um, some of the plot's a little bit weaker. And you know, the how it kind of leaves off is not the strongest season finale, but again, we know this is a very exposition introductory season into this kind of mini series, but loving this. So excited. Um, you can check out 1923 exclusively on Paramount plus, and I do in, uh, in, encourage you to watch 1883 as well. And you can see all uh, the first four seasons of Yellowstone on Peacock. <laughs> uh, and that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.